So we were thinking, we both have our own separate YouTube channels, but we've never created anything together. That's when I came up with the idea of creating a podcast. Every week, Steph and I will be telling stories about our relationship, sharing our adventures with you, and really talk about whatever we want. Welcome to Press Play with Tristan and Stephanie. Hey guys, welcome back to episode five of Press Play with Tristan and Stephanie. Stephanie, how are you today? I'm good. I'm excited. I can't believe it's episode five already. Yeah, episode five. We've been at this for about a month now. Jeez. This is awesome. So uh, today is going to kick off a series of episodes. We're going to be talking about our Euro trip. Um, we went to Europe in 2017, um, where, spoiler alert, I, pro I ended it by proposing to Stephanie in Greece. Um, but we're going to start from... Like right before we left, we managed to find round trip tickets from Orange County Airport yep. to Amsterdam. So we Rather didn't have than to, LAX. Yeah. So that would have been a nightmare. So we avoided LAX. Um, we flew out of Orange County, which is much closer to us. Mm -hmm. um, so we flew from here to Minneapolis. Yep. But I remember as soon as I got out of the car at the airport, because it was an early flight, your parents dropped us off. I gave your mom a hug. She like hugged me extra tight because she knew that I was going to propose. She knew. <laughs> and the look on her face oh, gosh. when I turned around, she had the biggest cheese because she knew what was going to happen. I Good was, thing I didn't see it or I didn't yeah, catch it. She probably would have given it away. <laughs> hey, shout out to Stephanie's mom for not giving it away. And shout out to you for not looking back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, amazing that we flew out of Santa Ana. Yeah. And in hindsight, see. after the whole trip, as tired as we were, did we really want to fly into LAX and be stuck in traffic on the way home? Because the amount of um, the amount of people that are just at LAX compared to Santa Ana and the like, just going through the the security and trying to find your gate. There's like ten gates at Santa Ana. Yeah, it's so it's easy. just too stressful to fly out of LAX, even yeah. if you're like staying within the states. Like, yeah. pass. No. But anyway, to the trip. So we flew from, again, from uh, Orange County to Minneapolis. We had like a three or four hour layover yeah, there. Yeah, that was so weird. That it was, was so really long. Really long. And I think we sat at the, sat in the same spot the entire time just waiting. And you know the, the wait is twice as long because you're about to go I on was a just huge gonna say. trip. <laughs> so it seemed like forever. But eventually we boarded the plane. It was a pretty big plane. I'm a fan of big planes. <laughs> and uh, I remember you got on your phone oh, this was your first cultural experience on your way to europe okay so when you say get on your phone like tell the whole story so i it was about two or three hours in we were over the atlantic already this is a 10-hour flight so maybe four hours in and i picked up my phone and i realized i had a missed call from my dad and i know he didn't call me on the ground because i would have answered it right yeah and so I'm like, oh, I am connected to the Wi-Fi. And you nerded out and you got excited yeah. that you could be on a phone call and in I the air. Yeah. And well, <laughs> technically I couldn't, but I learned the hard way. But uh, like, I guess Wi-Fi calling was somewhat new then. I'm like, oh, so if I'm on the Wi-Fi, I can make a call, right? Because yeah. I'm not on like tower service and I shouldn't be messing around with air traffic control. Well. Yeah, then... Uh... Our favorite flight attendant came down, saw you on the phone, and in his very thick, very stern, very serious German accent, said to you, get off your phone. And, no, he was way more aggressive than that. He was. You were really nice. The way he said it, like, it scared the hell out of me. And I was, like, in my shell for, like, 
the next half hour because I was, was I was loud. scared and very embarrassed. But like he saw me, he came up behind us, right? And he saw me on the phone with my dad. He was like, "Get off your phone!" Or like he said something to that effect. Yeah. But it was like a lot meaner. Yes. And so like I felt horrible. <laughs> and then the funny part about it is that like maybe a couple of hours later, I had to get up and use the bathroom. So I was I was waiting outside the lavatory. And he came back there. Lavatory. He was like, yeah, bathroom, lavatory. <laughs> Come on. You know, if you, when right, you travel right, like me, you all know right, all the terms. You know going. what I'm saying? <laughs> <He's> so, <laughs> <laughs> so I was waiting to get into the lavatory. <laughs> and he came up to me. He's like, wow, I like your shoes. And I was like, thanks. He's like, yeah, where'd you get them? I'm like, uh, American Outfitters. He's like, I really want a pair. I think I might get some. I'm like, cool. He's thanks. all being nice to you. And I was like, okay, well, he's it made me feel better. Accent. <laughs> it, it made scary. me feel a lot better because I thought he was still going to be mad at me, like, and I thought I was going to get put on like the no fly list or something. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so that was that was weird, but it made me feel a lot better. So, again, ten hour flight. Finally, we live, we we land in Amsterdam Schiphol. Is yeah. that how you say it? Schiphol yeah. Airport or something like something that. Like that. Schiphol, I think it Schiphol. What, like two o'clock when we landed or something? No, it was it was in the morning. Oh, was it? It okay. was definitely in the morning. Um. I want to say we got there at like maybe 10 or 11, but okay. I know it was the morning time. Because I remember like, you know how Dawn looks? Yeah. It looked like that. Okay. I, I vividly remember that. So we catch the train to the city, and then from there we catch the tram. Um, <laughs> so apparently the uh, train ticket doesn't work for the tram, and we didn't know any better. Yeah, I don't remember being like... It being very clear where to buy your ticket, how to get on it, like how to pay for it. Yeah. I don't remember any of that. It was very confusing. So we <laughs> we ended up boarding the tram, which with what we thought was a valid ticket. And the guy was like, no, this isn't going to work. But as he was telling we were, like, us that. Sitting like uh, looking to the left, to the right, like, where do we pay? Like, like how do we get do we on do? it? <laughs> and as we're trying to get off, he just starts going. I'm like, okay. I feel like I'm breaking the law right now, but I didn't Sneak tell you to, to hit the back the, of the train. Hit, yeah, <laughs> we went we went to the very back, like where the second door is. And then we finally got to where the stop we needed to get off on. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we knew how to open the door. I guess you had to like hit a button or something. Yeah. I think someone came from behind us and like put their hand through us. And they yeah. were like, open the door. And they like pushed the either they button were, to open the door. Either they were trying to get off or they saw how, fran how frantic we were trying to get off. <laughs> And where we got off, we thankfully got off at the right spot yep. because our hotel was like a two minute walk away. And it ended up being like a really, it was a small, small hotel, but it was really swanky. Yeah. And it was like a cafe inside like a cafe or a restaurant or something like that. This was your first hostel, right? The The hostel was in Barcelona. Oh, okay. So that was Yeah, this was, this was still like an actual hotel. Hmm. You're getting way ahead of us right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. So, uh, so I remember we, again, checked in. And we passed out for a while because we still had plans once we got there. We were going to go do the Heineken tour and uh, a boat tour through the Amsterdam canals. Mm -hmm. Got to make the best of it. Yeah. We were tired, but like, you know, we're those type of people like we're here. We, we have to do this. We might as well, no matter how we feel. Right. right. So we went to the Heineken Museum and what happened? Um, I remember somebody was telling us, oh, did you buy the tickets for the boat and the Heineken? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, okay, well, if you want to get on the boat right now, it's leaving right now. And we're like, wait, 
do we do the Heineken? Do we do the boat? Which one do we do? And so we just got on the boat because it was leaving right then and there. And I think they were trying to catch people. Yeah. I want to say we got to the museum at 4.30 and the boat left at 5. Okay. So yeah. we, we ended up doing the tour. We left at 5. Um, tour the canals. It was really, really pretty seeing all the buildings and all the bikes and the bikes in the water right the rusty water the rusty the water was actually really really gross yeah like i wouldn't have dipped my feet into that no? water come no. on no it's, <laughs> it's gross but it, it was something on my bucket list uh to like get on the boat and ride through the amsterdam canals yeah it was really fun going through under the tunnels and all that yeah and people were like taking pictures of us from <laughs> the sidewalk but it was a, it was a really fun tour and we ended up going uh stopping at a restaurant so we got to the restaurant at like six and we're like okay uh i asked the guy the tour guy and i was like does this boat go back to the heineken he's like no and i was like well we need to get back there for the tour he said well they close at seven and i just remember being so sad because i really wanted to get into that heineken me too yeah that was like the number one recommendation that everyone gave us once we got to amsterdam was oh just just make sure you do the heineken tour right so we're not going to eat dinner and be at the Heineken Museum in an hour. It's just not going to happen. So no. we just ended up eating dinner. And it was a really cool spot, though. It was it a super was. tall building. You could go up to the top of the building. It was like a, a rooftop. Yeah, and it had um, like a 360 view mm-hmm. of the entire city. But let's talk about the elevator. Oh, man. The elevator. So typical, like, European. It like, was lit. <laughs> just <laughs> with techno like music. All different colors Laser, going in. Lasers and lights flying all over the place, and the elevator just shot up. We were in the club. We were. Club Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> that was lame, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, gosh. Um, so, had dinner, had wine. Typical of me. Uh, I hadn't brought in my Horizon at this oh time. Oh, my gosh. So. You got a burger. It was a really thick burger. <laughs> it was the thickest burger I've ever seen, so it was still different. Burgers and fries. And then Typical they had the American. nerve. To give me mayonnaise to dip my fries in, oh, and yeah. I'm like, no, give no, me some ketchup. Over there in Amsterdam, it was like this, like ketchup mayonnaise, wasn't Trash. it? It was good. Trash. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh! Anywhere you walk around there, like you dip your fries in mayo. Trash. It, it was good. It was gross. You're so psycho. No thanks. And you had the uh, <laughs> soup of the day, which yes. was like it was like purple with like some it was green very stuff in cuisine. But you said it tasted good. It was really good. Nice. Good. With some salad. And we had some good wine. Really good wine. wine. I typically don't like wine, but this wine was good, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, ended our trip there. Well, ended our uh, time in Amsterdam there. There was one little uh, tidbit, though, about the city when it came to the bikes. Oh, yeah. So, apparently, there's more bikes than people in Amsterdam, right? Yeah. that's, That's what I heard. And it make like based off all the bikes I saw, I believe it. Yeah. Like I remember lot. seeing like a whole like it looked like a building, but it was just a giant bike rack where people would store their bikes. It was enormous. Right. There had to be thousands of bikes on this huge, huge storage rack or whatever it is. And I also remember just walking the city and if you didn't realize you're in the bike lane, like oh, yeah. oh they you don't would give get up. hit. <laughs> You like they hit. will, yeah, run That's, you over. That, there was a <laughs> lot, just like, I mean, just like any major city, there was a lot of foot traffic in yeah. Amsterdam, foot traffic, trams, cars, but because it's, of course, like it's not situated how the states are, mm-hmm. like you just don't know what's coming where and when. Right. It's very confusing. It's almost like a maze. I, I'm sure yeah. people that 
that live there are used to it but for us it was just different and for me what's a little confusing about like the map of amsterdam is that it's kind of in like a u so you have like this u and the cities go out from the u rather than like the grid system here and there's situations of the city i guess those that within that u is all the different streams Mm -hmm. all the canals so you take one wrong street and you're like off like by like 40 and you degrees gotta go, like, and all you, like, the way yeah. back it's kind of like 285 for all my atlanta friends if you miss an exit on 285 you're screwed you gotta go <laughs> oh, all yeah. the way back around i can imagine <laughs> yeah um the last thing we did we went to the infamous amsterdam sign in front of that museum oh, yeah that was we got nice. our we got our selfies in on that i did like a time lapse you have um, to go there i heard that's not there anymore i heard they like are you took, serious yeah i heard they took that down wow that's been up for like forever 15 years i want to say i read an article saying that they took it down i guess there's two of them they took both of them down but everyone was up in arms about the one in front of the museum specifically wow that's which is sad but i'm glad we got there when we did yep so a common theme that you guys are going to notice throughout these next few episodes is that we took a lot of early flights oh yes a ton Uh, of early flights why like when you're on vacation the last thing you want to do is wake up early yeah but you have to yeah because i think our what our plan was one we didn't we didn't really expect how tired we would be Mm -hmm. midway through the trip and our logic was let's get to these cities as early as we can so we can have most of the day together to spend there Right, because we're only spending two max three days in a city. Yeah, we we never stayed more than two days in a city, so there was a lot of unpacking and packing over and over again. It was it was gnarly. It was backpacks. But I know my 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 shoulders hurt just thinking about it. (laughs) But uh, so we wake up early that morning and we get on our flight. We flew uh, Bueling. Oh, you remember that? Yes, okay. Welling Airlines or Welling Air or whatever. (laughs) And we went to. Barcelona, Barcelona yeah. and I remember landing there like getting close to the airport you can see the beaches and you can mm-hmm. see all the buildings and stuff it was it was a really cool experience landing there yeah do you remember the bus ride from the airport to the hostel seeing the arenas on yeah, the way I do we took I think we took a taxi was it a ta- oh yeah yeah we took we definitely okay. took a taxi because I remember getting like b-roll out of the taxi oh yeah but I do remember we passed by like one of the bull rings and then we also passed by like a soccer stadium yep yeah, yep. I think FC was, Barcelona. Exactly. FC, I was just about to say that. Yeah. So yeah. Barcelona, we got there. We got there, I would say like late afternoon, maybe a little like I would say like two or three. Yeah. Early afternoon, eight, late afternoon, whatever you want to call it. Um, and we checked into our hostel. Now, this is where we stayed at. It was my first hostel. Yeah. And it was what you would have expected it to be. It was really small, kind of dingy, hardwood floors. But to be honest, my opinion of a hostel before I went to one, it was a lot worse. Like I imagined really? hostels as being like shared bunks, oh, like lockers, hell like no. and I did that with Jenny, but this was like just a super small hotel to me and like a dingy and they don't have like they don't have curtains or like like doors for the showers. Yeah. And so it's just yeah. like this little square. You're like They had like a trying to They, they had like a a, a glass like a small glass panel oh, yeah. for a door. Yeah. And then they had, this is my first time seeing a bidet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you ever use it? No. Okay. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm no. good on that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there was a bidet. And then the view was just spectacular. It was a view of a building like five feet away from our window. It was basically the inside of like 
the entire building. Yeah. So just just everyone else's windows. But you look up and you see the sky and that's it. <laughs> and maybe some clothes lines. Yeah. Yeah. So again, we checked in and then we ended up uh, just going to walk around and explore the city a little bit. Yeah, that first day, I think we, we went to Las Ramblas, right? It was the second day we went to Las, Ram- okay. Las Ramblas. Um, but I do remember going to where that like water fountain area was, mm-hmm. that huge water fountain. And we saw a lot of people selling stuff on blankets out there. Yeah. You can explain that better than me. Um, well, uh, yeah, so th- there were a, a lot there. I don't remember the blankets specifically in that, that plaza, but I, I do, rem- do remember them on... Las Ramblas. Okay. That like, I remember seeing a couple. I think the second day, I, I, there were a lot more out there okay. because we were out there doing like high time. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, people have their blankets and there's a rope kind of uh, sewn into the bottom of the blanket. And so on top of the blanket, they'll have like, you know, if they're selling little trinkets, little like wallets or jewelry or whatever. But if they see the police come or they hear the police come, they grab the rope and they just pull it and it like they throw it over their shoulder and it turns into this like duffel bag and yeah. they can just like book it and run. Dude, they were selling all kinds of stuff. You said wallets and like they were mm-hmm. selling wallets, jewelry, necklaces, toys, toys, bubble guns. I remember they, they there were a lot of bubble guns there mm-hmm. and they were also like. I, for, I don't know what they're called, but you shoot those things up in the air. They go up really Little, high. Like torpedo toy things. And they spin down. Mm-hmm. But there's a, that's a tactic. They're trying to let, get you to look up so they can pickpocket uh-huh. you while They're you're notorious distracted. for that over there. But yeah. thankfully, we didn't get pickpocketed because yeah. we had those uh, those fanny packs that go underneath your shirt. Oh, yeah. That held our passports and credit cards and all that. Yeah. That was your call. That was really yeah. smart because I would have been pissed. If I got pickpocketed, that would so have been bad. We really didn't. We I didn't have anything in my pockets the entire trip, and that that felt good and I felt secure. So yeah. shout out to you for that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so uh, a little the, something. The next day we woke up really early, mm-hmm. and we really went on a tour of the city. We we, we did, did a like lot, a lot of things in that yeah. day. We did uh, Las Ramblas. Which is the kind of walkway. Yeah. How would you describe it? I would like, say it's like. A, a more cultural, uh, much smaller Hollywood Boulevard with all, mm-hmm. without all the cinematics and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely more cultural. Yeah. Like, it's almost like uh, Calle Alvera yeah. on steroids. Yeah. But still smaller than Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. But it was really cool. Um, sadly, we were there maybe three, two or three weeks after that terrorist attack there where someone decided to drive mm-hmm. their car oh, all gosh. the way down. Las Ramblas killing a bunch of people and there was a memorial there set up at the very beginning of that walk that that path yeah a lot of people just stood there and were crying and at yeah. one point like the, at the first time that we went on Las Ramblas I remember just looking at the memorial I started getting like emotional too and there was like a, a heavy police presence yeah, too a bunch of armed guards carrying like m16s and ak-47s it was it was mm-hmm. it was strange yeah. very strange scary yeah but and then that note. led into La, La Bocaria. La Bocaria. You almost said it. I almost got it right. <laughs> almost got it right. And what do they have in there? Paella. No. Ham- oh, they got those big old pig legs. Jamon. Jamon. <laughs> <laughs> Just... So it was. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a farmer's market. Like if you go yeah. to a big city, it's like the Chelsea market, uh, but in in Barcelona, yeah. where they sell a bunch of foods like a wide variety of foods but mm-hmm. the most they 
the the big the how do I say this? <laughs> most what, prominent. The most there item we go. The most prominent sold. item <laughs> they had there that they sold were these big old jamon legs. There you how go. How do you say legs in Spanish? Uh, you just say jamon. Jamon. I don't know. And they give you a whole <laughs> like thigh, like a. Remember, yeah. like in the Flintstones, they had those big old brontosaurus burger yes. legs. Yeah, it looked like that. So it's that on steroids, basically. And basically, like people, like this is something just culturally that that people buy specifically for Christmas, mm-hmm. and that's like the big um, the big meal um, at Christmas. You bring it, and you kind of like shave it off, and and the older it is the better it is. So it could be like a couple of years so old. So meat ages it's just like, and it tastes better? Yeah. they like It's just like dried and like That's salted and like it, it's like a couple years old. Yeah. Mm. It smells nasty. Okay. But it's very um, prestigious. I don't know what, what word to use. But. Yeah. Um, so something else I remember, uh, we had we had ham and cheese. Yes. We, we had, had to have the ham on. <laughs> we had ham on, ham on y queso. There you go. So that we had we had that, and I do remember we got to this little area. It was less less people there, and we sat down, and I ended up calling my mom on face. It was like it's like FaceTime for Facebook. Oh yeah, that's right. So I called her. I yeah. video called her on Facebook, basically. Yeah. And we chatted with her, and I told her I, I showed her how I was eating pork. We don't really eat pork, but hey, <laughs> when in Rome, you have to. When in when in Bar- Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> Speaking of that, that, I what I did notice is that. A lot of, until I got there, a lot of people say Barcelona. Mm-hmm. But I remember in high school, um, my Spanish teacher told me that they speak Catalan over there. Mm-hmm. So they don't say Barcelona, they say Barcelona. And it's not like what their entire language that they're speaking. It's not just that word. It's the entire language is Catalan. So it's, so it's, it's not, not Spanish. Spanish. It's not French. Like for, for tapas, you know like, what yeah. tapas are, right? Yeah. So that's Spanish word. Their word for that is P I N X T O S. I don't know how to say it. I think it's pinchos, pinkstos. I wouldn't know how to pronounce that. But that's like, so it's a completely different language. Like, it's not just some accent or anything like that. So it's almost like, uh, I don't know, like in Atlanta, we we speak that hood language that no one can understand. Oh, gosh. I don't understand. The sun out, though. What? Huh? (laughs) Hey, the sun out, though. (laughs) It's just a different dialect. The sun is out. The sun is presently outside oh, right now. Oh goodness! <laughs> I can't. But that, I mean, that's that's kind of what it is. Just a whole different dialect out there. It's so, a whole. It's not even a dialect. It's a whole different, it's just language. A different language. Yeah. So that's something I I definitely learned. And they have, but they do have French. I noticed on a lot of the signs, it was like like street signs. Catalan, and then under it was French. Oh, which is weird. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we did. So the book, uh, last round was La Bocarella. Mm-hmm. La Boqueria. There Sorry. you go. Sorry. Good job. And then we did Casa Batlo. Yeah. Which was. But we were before that, didn't we? Didn't we after La Boqueria go to like a bar? Oh, we did go to the alleyway. A bar. This was a crazy little short story. Yeah. We were basically like sitting there drinking and eating like a little, what do you call it? Like tapas. Tapas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden we see these kids. What happened? These kids ran down an alley. Right in front of the window that, like, the window was open. There was yeah, no was glass. Open, yeah. It was just, like, open It was basically, out, basically outside. We mm-hmm. could still see outside. And it was, like, almost in an alleyway, I would say, because these kids just ran down. And the like, next thing super you know, fast. We, we start seeing and hearing the police come. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a shakedown or something. Yeah. I think we came to the conclusion that these kids were, like, selling or doing drugs. 
and there was actually like an undercover cop there because I saw a dude in plain clothes. Um, once he revealed that he was a cop, I saw the badge on his hip, mm-hmm. and I saw him like writing a citation or something. Yeah. So, so that was that they, was weird. They definitely have a lot going on over there it in goes Barcelona. Down to Barcelona, <laughs> Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> um, Yo, so then we did uh, Casa Batlo. Yeah, we did basically like the Antonio Gaudi, the architecture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we did like kind of his tour. So we went to Casa Batlo. And something something interesting about that, I remember listening mm-hmm. to like the headset they give you yeah. throughout the tour is that there's not one straight line in the entire house. Yep. So cool. basically it was like a, what was the family? Is the Batlo family? Or what, what? I can't remember. Uh, it. it was some family out there. They owned this house. Remember. They were like a prominent family, like mm-hmm. way back whenever. And Gaudi built this house specifically for them. Yep. But in the style, the, the architect, the architecture, um, there was, again, no straight lines. It was all curvature. Even like the walls. Even the and walls and the windows. The tiles on that elevator inside, yeah. how they went from from dark, at or sorry, light colored tiles uh-huh. at the bottom. To the top. And dark colored tiles at the top because it wanted to play off of the light so that you didn't have to use like light bulbs. Yeah, and it, was it was really, really interesting. Really cool. And I guess they had it to where like if you looked on your phone and you held it up to a specific spot in the house, something that used to be there would mm. pop up like their dinner table or their bed or their dresser or whatever. Yeah. It was a really interesting tour. Yeah. And I remember taking a picture of you in the same spot on the top of the stairs that I took a picture of myself when I went to see it last in yeah. like 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, was it was like, cool. it was five years since you had been back, right? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. That and was then cool. uh, speaking of those, the five year difference, we went to what? Sagrada de Familia? La Sagrada Familia. La Sagrada Familia. Mm-hmm. And there was, they've been building this since what, the 1700s oh, or something? Yeah. Something, something crazy like, like that. that. And there were a couple things that weren't there since the last time you were there. Right. And they like, were still working on still it. Still building it. It's like a church, isn't it? Or a cathedral yes. or something. Yeah. It was really interesting. There's so many intricate details. Mm-hmm. The statues were incredible. And the family members are on the front of the I didn't know that. Cathedral. Yeah. Now we gotta go back. I didn't even know. I that. know. So wow. I don't think did we go inside? No, we didn't go inside. Yeah, I, I think, think we, the line was way too long. Yeah, either yeah. The, the line was too long, probably super expensive, and yeah. we just didn't have the time to. Yeah. Um, but instead, we did the bull Oh, yeah. Uh, we went ring. to the uh, bull, bull fighting bull ring. Bull fighting ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and but we didn't watch an actual bullfight. Why don't you like bullfights? They make me cry. <laughs> I watched one when I lived in Granada, and it was the most, like, terrifying. I'd never processed what it would actually be like but basically you like you slowly watch a bull die like slowly and like blood yeah because they're like they're like bloodily. hitting him with what are those things that they i don't throw know what they're they, called they but throw them into their huge necks. needles yeah. and it just sticks in them and they're bleeding and they're still running around trying to get the bullfighter and they're still anyways we but did I, not i do that. know that they use every part of the bull though they don't just yeah they say the cola is like the the tail is the most uh sought after uh, okay. part of their body or something like that. So yeah. like, yeah, they I mean, use I, every... I, I don't know if that's true, but I do remember hearing that they use every part of the bull once it dies. It's just, they just don't like throw yeah. the body away. So yeah. But in Barcelona specifically, like we definitely couldn't have watched it because they've yeah. been protesting that for years. Cause I think, so there's like different regions in, in Spain, mm-hmm. in Gr- Granada is what? Andalusia. Andalusia. Region. And I think Barcelona and I could be Catalunya. totally wrong. Cata- I, Catalunya. I so right. bullfighting is banned in, in, 
Catalonia. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Am yeah. I saying yeah, all these words Yeah, you right? are. You're doing really well. Yeah, I, still, I still got it three years later. When I later, first I met you, it. you were like, Granada. Uh, <laughs> Granada. So American of me. <laughs> but now <Granada>. you know. <laughs> That's funny. Making fun of me. That was... That was I mean, funny. I just got to throw some shade sometimes. <laughs> uh, but anyway, like the bullfighting ring was was awesome. Again, yeah. the architecture was was crazy. Um, there, It was just us there and there were like three random dudes there. So we had to wait for them because we wanted a picture in the center of the bull ring. But I remember going through the tunnel out into the middle of the ring. That was really cool. Seeing the bullpen mm-hmm. was awesome. And it was cool the way that like the sun was hitting it. The shade was yeah. kind of like just barely starting to come was, into the center of the It was circle. like shifting as the sun would move. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to say that's kind of intentional. Probably. Yeah. yeah. You know, what, side story, you, you used the bathroom, that you used the restroom, and you took forever. Like you were in there Did so I? long that I thought something happened to oh you. Oh my God. Because I was like waiting at the gate for you to get out. I'm like, is she really? okay? And I was, I, I don't know if I texted you or not, but I'm like, oh, you know what? I remember, I think I was waiting for you on the inside. Oh, I thought I didn't know you were at the exit. Yeah, I was at the exit. I'm like, did something happen oh, to my yeah, girlfriend? We, we almost lost each other there. <laughs> Whew, can you yeah. imagine being stuck in a bullfighting ring? So the, the last place we went that day, we ended up, what is it called where we got the pa- paella? Um, oh, that was Plaza Real. Plaza Real. Well, we also went to Park Well. Oh, yeah. That was that part of the Dr. Antonio Seuss, Gaudi. Dr. Seuss land. Again, like a bunch of curves there. Oh, yeah. It's basically a huge park um, with, um, I don't know, just a bunch of architecture. And crazy looking buildings. It Stairs. literally looks like yeah. out of Dr. Seuss. Yeah, for really sure. Really interesting. Um, but part of it was closed. Remember that? Like there were yes. some parts we couldn't go to, but because there was it the was most... raining, right? No, no. They were just, just it was they were construct they were still <gasps> con- right. doing construction or something. Yeah. So we didn't get the full like experience, but I remember we did get that one picture. Like there was a crowd around this one spot, and everybody wanted a picture there, so we got our picture. Yeah, so at the top of the park. At the top of it, There's yeah, that little... looks down and all that. So that was mm-hmm. that was cool. So um, that was our day in Barcelona, and then. We had Con- paella. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted you yeah, on that no, one. Yeah, no, it's all good. We had paella at uh, Plaza de Real. Plaza Real. Plaza, Plaza. I want to put day you in front of do. everything. You do. Sagrada de Familia. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> it just sounds It sounds appropriate. Hey, Brenda, if you're listening, let oh, me know goodness. how my Spanish is. <laughs> Brenda, don't encourage him. Brenda at my job, she's our podcast producer, so and she's a huge supporter of this podcast. So shout out to Brenda real quick. <laughs> um, so contrary to what I said before, this was so our flight out of Barcelona to Granada was actually a later flight. It wasn't early in the morning. So we did have time that morning to go to the Gothic Quarter. Oh my gosh. We couldn't have left Barcelona without seeing the Gothic Quarter. Like that is the coolest. really, really, really wanted me to see that. And we didn't think it was going to happen because it was like raining hard that Mm -hmm. day. It was raining hard that morning. Um, I remember like we caught, did we catch a bus? No, we walked. We walked to some cafe. It was a long walk. I got my chocolate croissant. Croissant. (laughs) Croissant. (laughs) And we stayed in this little sh- uh, this cafe for like maybe an hour or so. We went upstairs and just chilled out and waited for the rain to stop. But thankfully, um, after the rain stopped, we did have enough time to go to the Gothic Quarter. Mm-hmm. So, what did you like about the Gothic Quarter? You know, there is this like you hear Gothic Quarter and you see all the gargoyles and the buildings, yes. and I just couldn't help myself. Oh, I was gosh. like the whole time I was like. Oh no! Oh you are like, so embarrassing. It, I couldn't help it. Like I think Gothic, and that's oh, what I hear in my me. head, like medieval times. Like, oh my god! Uh, 
<laughs> I'm getting flashbacks. And like, I was so embarrassed when you, you literally did that as we were walking down the aisle, like, or stop, not the aisle, stop, the alleyway. So loud, stop doing you that. I'm did. like, I can't help it. I have no filter. I'm Can't sorry. Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like no, the Gothic Quarter was really. It, it was. It's what you think a Gothic Quarter would look like. All the cathedrals, the, the cathedrals, like, the brick, the gray brick that's turned like black the, in some portions, the, and the bridges and the arches between oh the buildings gosh. linking the buildings together. It looked like castles. It was it's like little like icicles were coming from, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, icicles of like concrete. And it's yeah. like so eerie. And, and then like the stat, the different statues that you would see throughout the walk through the, the Gothic quarter. And then we, I think before we left, we were able to get a picture outside of it. Some nice lady took mm-hmm. our picture and then I had to take theirs because that's just how it goes. Yep. You reciprocate. <laughs> and then, I mean, after that, we pretty much uh, went back to the hotel. We didn't have our bags with us. We went back to the hostel, hostel um, yeah. packed again and headed to the airport to fly to Granada. Yes, and my so, city. Her city. So Granada, actually, I'm not going to tell them because like, you know, you know how it goes. Like you want people to continue listening to oh. your podcast. You want them to come back next week. So we're going to leave you guys on a little cliffhanger. Um, just know the next city was, was Granada. Yes. And this is her city. Yes, it is. Right. And I will tell you all about it next episode. Next episode on the next episode of Press Play with Stephanie and Tristan. Tristan and Stephanie. Cut Oop. there. <laughs> no, no, no edits. No edits. This is raw and uncut. <laughs> um, this is this was fun. Yeah. Um, kind of reliving the entire experience, man. Especially like, because we're stuck in the quarantine. Like I love listening and like or just hearing and, and reliving our experience. Yeah, travel in stories, Europe, man. Like, I miss we can vacations. go on that. We, yeah, we're stuck in the house, but we can still take ourselves through that journey again, yes. along with our our listeners. So yeah. this is special. So until next week, guys, um, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button and hit the like button, please. It does mean a lot. And if you're listening to us, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to us on Apple, po- Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. I'm, I'm like stuttering. I'm proud of you right for now. doing this because I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> and we're also available on Spotify. I'm still waiting to get on all the other podcast platforms, but once we're there, we'll definitely let you definitely let you guys know so you can listen to us anywhere and everywhere. Thank you for setting that up. Of course. Appreciate it. Of course. Until next time, you guys, um, tune in next week for the Granada episode. Yes. Granada. Can't wait. And we'll see you guys in the next one. All right. Peace. Bye. Hey, what's up, everybody? Tristan here. Are you following us on social media? If not, you definitely should. You can follow us on Instagram at Tristan.Stephanie. That's T-R-I-S-T-A-N period S-T-E-F-A-N-I. And you can follow us on Twitter at Tristan underscore Stephanie. Same spelling. Thank you for listening to Press Play with Tristan and Stephanie. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.